Welcome back to another episode of Thoughts of Dustbrew. I am your host, Dustbrew Live, in the flesh. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dustbrew Live. You can listen to this podcast on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Today, I thought I'd talk about customer service. Customer service. And, you know, I work in a customer-facing job right now customer service oriented position and working that job I discovered a lot of things and this isn't the first job I've worked at as customer service but you get the idea I've discovered that human psychology is perhaps at its most violent in that interaction now some of you might already know the direction I'm heading. And of course you're correct. We're going to talk about... The Karen. The Karen. The Karen. Dun, da, da, da. She is a fearsome, loathsome enemy. She causes men of great bravery and will to shudder in the knees. She brings down some people like nobody's business. She makes you hate who you are in that moment. That's right, folks. Karen. You know a Karen. You might be a Karen. Your mother, your grandmother, your aunties, your cousin, your wife might be a Karen. Fellas, if your wife is a Karen, does that make you sus? The answer? Of course. Now, the psychological element of the Karen that I'd like to discuss is this idea of social status and hierarchies. Shout out Jordan Peterson. That bro was on some serious medication. And it kind of messed him up. But now he's back in action. Anyways, I guess what what I'm talking about here is the ranking of human beings in society. Whether or not it's just or justifiable, it does exist and it's a part of everyone's lives. You know, people treat other people based on what they assume about that person in a very snap judgment moment. And it's it's really unfair. You know, that's my teammate. That's my quarterback. And if you guys judge him, that's really unfair. That's really unfair. Shout out Terrell Owens. Anyways, the people um, who 
tend to have a very high social status are a class of people called white women. Now, if you're a white woman listening to this, I am not trying to trigger you. I'm not trying to put you down in any way because every, all of you are queens. All women are queens. Men are pigs, and we're disgusting. And yes, I love you. Thank you for your service to society. But anyways, so the elusive Karen is a species of human being that finds themselves in a very paradoxical position. The first being that they have an extremely high social status. Uh, picture, picture a middle-aged white woman. It doesn't have to be a Karen cut, but it can be. You know, use your imagination. You know what I mean by the Karen cut. That pixie cut, you know, that, you know, they comb it sort of over the side of their head. You know what I mean. You all, I mean, come on, you know, you know. So, these people have a paradoxical view of the world, right? So, on the one hand, they have extremely high social status. Like, there's no barriers as they maneuver in society. There's never been a roadblock to their success in the modern age. And because of that, they have a lot of maneuverability. They're able to do most of the things they want to do, say most of the things they want to say, without fear of any real barriers or, or roadblocks or even... Um, just re getting rebuked for things and uh the study of these of this group of people is very fascinating because along with that high social status that they carry they tend to have a very negative point of view about their position in society so they d they feel that these barriers that are in place hold them back from being able to have the freedom and maneuverability that they might desire in society. So it's almost like they create the barriers that um, they think are holding them back. It's like they're, they're putting up barriers for themselves. And because of this, it builds this sort of indignant attitude this sort of chip on the shoulder attitude about life like you're walking around sort of looking at people and feeling their judgment whether or not it's actually there you feel the judgment and you feel like people are looking down on you people don't take you seriously as a human being who's intelligent and independent and has good unique qualities so you build this sort of invisible resentment. And it's you can't really detect it in a person until you get to the customer service interaction. And it's at this point that you you find yourself face to face with this resentment and it rears its ugly head. And I don't have to tell you the listener 
what I mean by this. And there's example after example on the internet. It's like this, it's almost like a, a, a temporary psychosis. The people are, you know, they're just, they're in this weirdly hyper lucid state, this manic state, and they're just talking really fast, they're yelling, they're saying horrendous things, hurtful things a lot of times, and just belittling and insulting. And you ask yourself, why does this occur? Why, why is this sort of a, a, a an, an idea that is so prevalent? Like when I first said a Karen, you all instantly knew exactly what I was talking about. And you know people who act like that in real life. So that's how I know that it's real and it's not something that I've conjured up in my own mind. Trust me, there are plenty of things I've conjured up in my own mind. <laughs> I don't need to tell you because you don't want to know. Trust me on that one. Just can you trust me? Listen, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to Twitter right now. I want you to go to Instagram right now. I want you to type in at Live, and I want you to message me. And I want you to say, here's what I want you to say in your message to me. I want you to say, Dustbrew, I trust you. Can you say that to me, please? Can we start some sort of dialogue? Because I, I feel like I'm talking into the void here. Is anybody out there? Hello. It's me. You know what I mean? I feel like Adele in that music video. She's on the telephone, but nobody's nobody's answering. I'm just talking into this blackness, this great, this great void of nothingness so would you please would you please message me message me on instagram on twitter and i want you to tell me how you're feeling are you doing okay are you surviving in the pandemic i mean are you are you living are you alive are you with it do you have money do you do you do you have emotional health mental health physical health are you doing okay? So let's let's talk about it. I want you to message me. First, I want you to say, Dust Brew, I trust you. Because then I'll know that I'm forming an alliance of trust. And that is the most important thing I could do with this stupid little podcast I have. So please just reach out to me and let's talk. But anyways, so the Karen, we all know the Karen. And, and we think to ourselves, is this person really a human being? Or is it a, 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 a reptilian, bestial object that makes itself known only in that interaction? Because a lot of times you'll find that the Karen does not exist in the human being that it embodies 24-7. In fact, a potential Karen might be brewing in a very nice human being as we speak. There might be a lady out there. I mean, she she, she, don't, she gives of her time, of her money, donates to good causes, donates to goodwill, animal shelter, 
she she helps at the soup kitchen three times a week. She helps fundraise money for her daughter's softball team. And she's nice. She's funny. You can have a good conversation with her. She laughs a lot. She enjoys her life. Things are going great. And this same person can turn around and spit phlegm at breakneck speed into the face of a pimple-faced 17-year-old grocery store cashier who doesn't even know the first thing about what he's doing with his life, let alone why this middle-aged woman with a short haircut is screaming at him about how the oranges we have in stock aren't, aren't, they're all rotten. They're not ripe enough. They don't look good. And how she, she, she wants a discount, even though the coupon she has expired before COVID. And now she's going, well, can't it, this coupon, this is stupid. I want to talk to the manager. Get me the manager. Oh, the manager. The manager, the manager, the manager. By the way, is that sexist? Shouldn't that be, oh my gosh, should that not be the manager? What about the personager? The personager. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a stupid joke. But anyways, the elusive character that comes onto the screen in these situations is, of course, the manager. Now, as we're talking about the Karen, the woman with the, with the high social status, but her self-perception is a very low social status, which gives her that victimhood complex and also that resentment. So what's interesting is she sees this pimple-faced 17-year-old as low social status without power influence to to cause the change she's looking for at this grocery store so to, in her mind she's playing the game of dominance she sees herself as very dominant over the individual that's checking her out or what have you whatever the situation might be so she does not consider that human being to be on her level and therefore she needs to call upon an individual who can bring the status and influence necessary to meet the demands of what she's asking so she calls upon the manager can i speak to your manager can i speak to your manager please right now you have been so rude and disrespectful and I don't, I can't believe I let my daughter date you. You disgust me. I can't believe how rude you are to customers. Don't you know that the customer is always right? The customer is always white. I mean, right? I mean, white is right. I mean, black is right. I mean, <laughs> that was a, that was obviously a, a performance there. And I thought it'd be funny because the Karen 
tends to be white, white, but I'm not making this about race, okay? Don't cancel me on Twitter. This isn't about race. This is about exploring the psyche, exploring the the hierarchies, the dominance hierarchies, as my boy Jordan Peterson says. So anyways, the manager represents that tangible source of power that the Karen can interact with on a fair playing field and come to some sort of agreement to ease her problems. And oftentimes, the manager does indeed have the power to help out the Karen. But there's also many situations where the manager truly can't do anything further and that simply things cannot go the way of the Karen. Oh, you do not want to tell a Karen that things cannot go her way. Oh, boy. I mean, let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something. And let me say it to you. Let me say it to you right now. I'm going to tell you something right now, okay? Okay, I'm going to tell you something right now. And I want you to listen very close. Telling a Karen she cannot get her way is something close to telling Adolf Hitler, sorry, pal, I don't think you can cut it as an artiste. Your paintings just aren't good enough, buddy. Sorry. That's what happens when you tell a Karen she can't get her way. And oh boy, do they try to bring hellfire down on you, buddy. One, I mean, you're sitting there. You're just trying to find a solution, right? Because that's what we like to do. Nobody likes confrontation at the end of the day. And even people who say, well, I like confrontation. It's just because their lives are miserable and without fun, a future, or happiness. But anyways. Um... So, the manager, the role of the manager in most businesses of any kind is to facilitate and coordinate the employees and what they're doing and what their roles are, right? So, the manager is very much responsible for the success of the employees and is also very attached to the employees and vice versa you develop a real relationship and and that's why a lot of the cases end up with the manager defending the employee to the Karen and the Karen does not like that at all because how dare you manager you you're staring I mean look at this peon we're dealing with this 17 year old peon He's not on our social status. Look at me and you, the Karen and the manager. Man, we are killing it, right? We're up there, baby. We're doing great, baby. Let me tell you something, baby. Oh, we're doing a great, okay? Okay. And, you know, she's like, how dare you? Why would you even care what this little peon thinks? What happens to him? I mean, help me out. I'm a Karen. Can you just help me out? 
forget about your little employee there. What about me? Can you help me out? Can you do me a solid? And, you know, a lot of times, the manager really can't do you a solid, Karen. Karen, listen, Karen. The manager can't do you a solid. And why is that? Well, perhaps it's because you were way out of line. You verbally abused an underage, a guy who's, whose biggest priorities are dating and getting an A on his math test, okay? And you just berated him verbally as if he had killed your firstborn child, okay? So maybe ease off a little bit. And maybe don't treat people like that. Would that work? Would it work for you to treat people better? Would, would that work for you? I'm, I, I don't know that it would, but could you just try? Maybe you should just try. So, the Karen is very upset when she hears this news. My goodness. The manager cannot help help me out. I verbally berated this 17-year-old at the at the local Target and now I look like a jerk. And now I have to I have to be in the awkward position of being checked out by the very human being I just totally verbally destroyed. And then I have to sort of sheepishly mosey my way out of the store knowing that I lost this great battle that I've been f- preparing for in my mind since I was a kid. I mean, since, I've, since I'm a kid, I am sitting here in my mind thinking I cannot wait for the day when I bring that coupon in, when I bring in that expired coupon into Target, and that child... That child tells me I can't use it and I and I get this grin on my face and I go <laughs> Oh yes and that's the point that I have dreamed of. Have you ever had a dream? I'm talking, you lay your head down at night and you go to sleep and you see yourself in the most perfect situation, the thing you've been you couldn't wait to happen in your life. And imagine if that happens in real waking life. That is what I've dreamed of since I'm a kid. I have dreamed of this night, this Tuesday afternoon at 4 o'clock p.m. When I'm in that target and I look at that 17-year-old and I see his acne. He's got cystic acne. Let's face it. He's not washing his face enough. He's not using all the creams he's supposed to be using. The pimples, they're, they're there. They're not going anywhere. He will consult a dermatologist 
once it becomes adult acne, he will go on Accutane. He'll pop those pills until the pimples disappear. But at the moment, there he stands. And he is the perfect enemy. He is the perfect thing to be vilified. You know, it's interesting that the teenage experience is so diverse, yet so homogenous. And it's so, the way the perception of teenagers is very homogenous from every, all those other ages in society. It's like we can't wait to vilify the youth of our country, of our world. And it's sad because this is the future. These individuals that you're berating verbally at the local target, one of them is likely to be very important to your life someday. Whether they're the president, they're the president of your local bank, they're your they're a financial planner. They're a financial advisor. They, they handle your retirement fund. In many ways, the interconnectedness between human beings is often surprising and beautiful. So for you to sit here and just totally denigrate the existence of this human being and judge them. I mean, snap judgment. I just snap. Can you hear that? I'm snapping into the mic. Boom. Judgment. Ready? One more snap judgment of this human being and 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 then they go on to sign the mortgage for your new house don't you think you want that person to have a good perception of you don't you want your reputation to be upheld in their eyes i think so i think so and so the karen totally misses the point of the interaction and it's not all her fault i gotta be i gotta be a little a little deferential it's not all her fault society has built up these perceptions of people in everyone's mind and we all have these perceptions and we all have these feelings and so we cannot interact in in a face value manner we must come into the game with a playbook already in mind and it's sad because we're all united in our humanity we all feel the same things we all want a lot of the same things and we all want to be something important and special to each other and so it's 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 hard when you have the Karens of the world. And by the way, Karens can be male or female. And they can be younger too. I this is really not a I this is not a I'm I hate white women podcast. Not at all. That is not the point of this episode. I'm simply cr- painting a picture in the minds of the listener and in my mind of who this individual is or could be 
and they have take all shapes and sizes. They take all forms. And they treat people wrongly. And it causes a net negative effect on society. So I think my message tonight, today, tonight, whatever time it is, I've lost track. You know, this COVID thing, it just really makes you lose track. So I just, that's what I want my message to be is just the next time you're in that target and you see that, that, that 17 year old with a couple pimples on his face and he's checking you out and he seems a little, he seems a little distant, you know, he's not overly friendly. He doesn't have a big smile on his face. I want you to think to yourself, that's okay. You know, he had a tough day. You know, he had he had to zoom go zoom classes all day long. I mean all day long. Sit there with his teachers frantically trying to put together a curriculum when they when they can't have any real interaction with their students at the time. And he's tired. Can you just give him that? Can you just give him a break? He's tired. And he's working this job. He's trying to get a little extra change. So him and his friends can go out and grab a bite to eat or or go go hiking or go go camp out for a night in a park. Just just can you give him a break? Can you do that for me? Can we just give each other a break? Let's just do that. Let's try it. You know what? Let's just give it an, the old college try. Let's just give it a try. And maybe just maybe. Well, I'll feel a little bit better about things. Maybe we will. And if we don't, who cares? It doesn't cost you anything to try. So let's just try. Let's just try and see what happens. Well, I appreciate you listening to Thoughts of Dustbrew. Again, my Instagram and Twitter is at Dustbrew Live. Please reach out to me if you want to talk or you want to vent about a Karen in your life, a bad experience you had, or if you just want to check in. And if you want to send me that message that, that says, Dustbrew, I trust you. Just check in with me and let's and let's talk about things. And, you know, you can listen to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Right now it's on Apple Podcasts app, Spotify, and Stitcher. I am your host, Dustbrew Live. Dustbrew for short. Thank you again for listening, guys, and have a great, a great rest of your week have a have a good time you know just do it just do it peace out thanks